Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Rural Monticello. This is January the 29th, 2023, fourth Sunday after Epiphany. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. The lector is Kathy Harn. Thank you to Jim Weirs for sponsoring this week's broadcast. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. 
Thank you, Barb. Thank you for battling the cold and the slippery roads where two or three are gathered in his name. Jesus is there amongst them. We're so glad you're here this morning. We'll be worshiping through the service of the word. You'll find this on page two, or yeah, 210 in the front of your hymnal, 210. And we'll move over to page 211 with confession and forgiveness. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us sing our gathering song. 873. grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
invite the congregation to please rise for the canticle of praise. invite you to be seated and if you'll pull out your bullet and insert let us pray together the prayer of the day on this fourth Sunday after Epiphany. Holy God you confound the world's wisdom in giving your kingdom to the lowly and the pure in heart. Give us such a hunger and thirst for justice and perseverance in striving for peace that in our words and deeds the world may see the life of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us receive God's holy word for God's holy people. Good morning. The first reading is from Micah chapter 6, verses 1 through 8, with this preface. With the mountains and the foundations of the earth as the jury, God brings a lawsuit against Israel. 
God has wearied Israel with a long history of saving acts. God does not want or expect lavish sacrifices to attempt to earn divine favor. Rather, God empowers the people to do justice, to love loyalty to God, and to walk shrewdly in God's service. Hear what the Lord says. Rise, plead your case before the mountains, and let the hills hear your voice. Hear, you mountains, the controversy of the Lord, and you enduring foundations of the earth. For the Lord has a controversy with his people, and he will contend with Israel. O my people, what have I done to you? In what have I wearied you? Answer me. For I brought you up from the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of slavery. And I sent before you Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. O my people, remember now what King Balak of Moab devised, what Balaam, son of Beor, answered him, and what happened from Shittim to Gilgal, that you may know the saving acts of the Lord. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams and ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has told you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? The word of the Lord. We'll read the psalm responsively following in the dark print. Lord, who may dwell in your tabernacle? Who may abide upon your holy hill? Those who lead... They do not slander with the tongue. They do no evil to their friends. They do not cast discredit upon a neighbor. They do not give their money in hope of gain, nor do they take bribes against the innocent. Those who do these things shall never be overthrown. The second reading is from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 18 through 31. According to the world's standards of power and might, the message of the cross seems stupid and offensive. Yet this word reveals the paradoxical way God has chosen to work power and salvation through weakness, rejection, and suffering. Hence, the message of the cross becomes true wisdom and power for believers. The message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom, God decided through the foolishness of our proclamation to save those who believe. For Jews demand signs and Greeks desire wisdom, but we proclaim Christ crucified, 
a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles, but to those who are called, both Jews and Gentiles, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. Consider your own call, brothers and sisters. Not many of you were wise by human standards. standards. Not many were powerful, nor many were of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, things that are not, to reduce to nothing things that are, so that no one might boast in the presence of God. He is the source of your life in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, in order that, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boasts in the Lord. The word of the Lord. Kathy, I own that mistake, and thank you for reading the second. That's on Pastor. So let us turn to page 216, and I invite you to stand for the gospel acclamation. Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. You may be seated for the reading of the Gospel. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up to the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him, and then he began to speak, and he taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil things against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the revealing Lord Jesus Christ. So we've been following during this time of Epiphany, this aha moment in the time of the church year, and Jesus learns that John the Baptist is arrested, and so he immediately makes his way all the way up to Capernaum, and Jesus begins his ministry, and he's healing, and he's caring for people, and 
people are beginning to realize that maybe this Jesus, this person in the north, could he be the Messiah, the anointed one? The one whom John had baptized and he had been witness to and saw the Holy Spirit rest upon him in hearing from the heavens the voice, that divine voice that said, this is my beloved son whom I'm well pleased. Could this be he? And so people are coming. They're coming in droves. They are coming from Jerusalem. They're coming from Bethlehem. They're coming from the southern region and they're making it all the way into the north. And they're coming. And Jesus sees the crowd. And they sit. And Jesus' disciples then coming. And Jesus begins, he begins to share the Sermon on the Mount, that famous sermon. And he uses those words, blessed are the poor in spirit. Now you can interpret this differently. You can say, happy are the poor in spirit. Happiness is going to be theirs or is theirs now. The other thing that we have to remember, the other message that we heard early on in Matthew's gospel, and we'll hear it throughout Matthew, is, and Jesus shares the same message that John the Baptist was, repent. Turn around. Go the other way. For the kingdom of heaven is near. For the kingdom of heaven is near. So this gospel, very popular. You've heard it from time to time. It's be attitudes. To be of an attitude. The word bless also can be translated as happy. In any of these situations in life are not happy events that Jesus is lifting up. Poor, whether it be poor and having food or shelter or clothing or poor in spirit, lacking the spirit, having to do with life, life beyond self. Does the world get you down? Or meek, unable to defend yourself, household or goods, those who are taken advantage of, we hear it all the time in this world. Or hungry or thirsty, in this case, Jesus says for righteousness, to have a voice, to be heard, to make things right, and that have been wronged upon them. Yet Jesus declares these people are blessed in the light of God's rule that now has come into their midst. The Beatitudes create what they declare. A place in the kingdom of heaven now. Comforted now. Inherited good things now. Find God's favor now, Jesus declares that the new world of God's rule actually is now, today, in 2023. We have a broken world. Sin is prevalent. You have those who have and you have those who have not. It also means a promised future, a world without end, without sin and trespasses and debts. We have a new order has come. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. Jesus now teaches about this heaven that's in our midst. And notice that they, are, they do not come depending upon their faith. This has nothing about being religious. Nothing about being religious. It doesn't even require their faith. 
or even knowing who Jesus is actually. We've heard, we think, we're heading up there, we're sitting, we're hearing him preach or teach. Wow, the things that he knows. Even so, God has made us co-creators with Christ. I love this um, Psalm 8, especially now that Liz and I are experiencing the blessedness or the happiness of being grandparents and thinking about little, the little one with fingers and, and uh, it, it's, just, it's hilarious, isn't it, how they're moving their arms around and all of a sudden they whack themselves upside the head and they blink, but you know what I'm talking about when the kids are moving and everything's a-moving? And I think of Psalm 8, when I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon, the stars that you have established, what are human beings, that you're mindful of them, and that you've made them a little lower than the angels, that you care for them, and you crown them with glory and honor, and you've given them dominion over the works of your hands. Who are we? That God cares so deeply and invites us to be co-creators there's an order in God's kingdom. We see it in the prophet Micah, his prophecy. What shall, what shall I come, with what shall I come before the Lord? Shall I come with that perfect sacrifice? Should I give my firstborn for my transgressions, my sins, and my debts, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? No, says the Lord. Well, what is it that you require of us, God? Your kingdom has come near. The prophet has shared some 500 years earlier. It is a ministry. It is a calling. It is doing. So what's required of us? To do. To do justice. To care for those who have not. It's to love kindness. Who doesn't love kindness? And it's to walk humbly with our Lord we're not in this alone. Do for others as we would have them do unto us, says the Lord. Jesus, in his parable, is, shares about the, the separating of the sheeps and the goats on the day of judgment. You know, there's nothing that we can do to inherit the kingdom of heaven. It is a gift. It is a sure gift. But knowing the gift that we have, the gift of eternal life, there is something that God asks of us that Christ is asking of us. And so let me just share with you from Matthew chapter 25. When the Son of Man comes in his glory. Now this is after Jesus' death and resurrection. When the Son of Man, and actually Jesus is telling this before his death and resurrection. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory and all the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate the people from one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats and he'll put the sheep at his right hand and the goats on his left and then the king will say to those on his right come you are the blessed by my father inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world from the very beginning for when I was hungry you gave me food when I was thirsty you gave me drink when I was a stranger you welcomed me when I was naked you gave me clothing when I was sick you took care of me when I was in prison you visited me when I the righteous will answer Lord when was it that we saw you hungry, gave you food, or thirsty, and gave you something to drink? And when was it 
that we saw you as a stranger and welcomed you or naked and gave you clothing and when was it that we saw you sick or we visited you in prison and the king will answer him truly I tell you just as you did to the one of these you have done also unto me we are invited God's kingdom is here and now it is broken world God has entered in the kingdom of God is not coming with things that can be observed so as to say, here it is, or there it is, for in fact, the kingdom of God is already amongst us. Remember the Pharisees kept challenging Jesus. What do we need to look for? What sign are you going to give us? But the kingdom of God is here and now. The kingdom of God comes not because of us, but, be, but for us. God's rule is actually here now this, in this broken world. And there, is, and there are ways that we can do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with God in caring for our neighbors. I remember working for the Good Samaritan Society and one of the things I put to memory was the mission. I was a nursing home administrator and the mission was to share God's love and word and deed by providing shelter and supportive services for older persons and others in need, believing that at Christ's love, everyone is someone. And so we lived out caring for others who couldn't always care for themselves. And as a nursing home administrator, there are times when people are in those gaps and you, you and, and I realize that you work in a corporate world but you've got to have some common sense and there are times when we fall through those cracks and oftentimes we have sons and daughters who will step forward and say mom and dad couldn't care they couldn't pay for their care we were so close in making that bridge we were able to close some of those gaps with the foundation to help. Because we know that people find themselves in those difficult places in life. There's two other wonderful nonprofit organizations, not ones that I've worked with, but like you have seen grow. The one was founded some years ago in Idaho Falls, I believe, Idaho. Sleep in Heavenly Peace, and it caught the eye and the interest of Heather Weir's she even, in fact, flew out to Idaho to learn about this ministry. About Now, this isn't religious. This is about caring for people who don't have beds and uh, getting them off the floor or off the chair or the couch to have their very own bed. This isn't religious. This is about... The kingdom of God is amongst us. We are called to do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with our Lord. And so it's all about being kingdom builders, co-creators. That's Psalm 8. Who are we, mere mortals, that you are mindful of us and made us a little lower than the angels to care for people. And then I was reading the paper the other day. Ooh, that's a bad headline. Somebody shot in their home. It's just awful, but... but Keep wishing. Keep wishing. Heather Weir is, again, not, she doesn't like me to do this. Nobody does. We, our German pride gets in the way. We don't want to be talked about. But something sparked her interest, and it goes back to her grandfather some years ago, who happened to go to a nursing home a little bit earlier than, or maybe didn't even want to go to the nursing home, but that was the only way in which we could care for grandfather. And those people that work in nursing homes, some of them are the most wonderful people. There was a nurse, or it could have been a CNA, 
And she wanted to make something happen for Heather's grandfather. He wanted to go fishing one more time. And so the nurse set it all up. And he got to go fishing with his grandchildren and uh, maybe children. And he remembered that day. And it was shortly after that that he died. What a wonderful act of kindness. What a wonderful thing of doing justice, loving kindness, and walking humbly with our God. Jesus, the Beatitudes, blessed are they. Happy are they. And so I'd like to invite uh, Heather and Nick forward at this time, and Nolan can come forward too if he'd like. It's a whole family operation. Would you be willing to come on up here and take a seat? Nolan, you can come up here too. We, he didn't know I was going to do this either. Put you on the hot. There we go. We need another. You're just going to have to. Brother, that's right. Thank you, Grayson. I didn't see you there. So I, I think about, oh, there you go. <laughs> I, I think about um, two words came up in the article that, that Kim Brooks wrote. And uh, you mentioned time is the, of the essence. And if you've heard me sharing, Jesus said the time is of essence. And after John was arrested, immediately went north. And uh, here he's talking about happiness. That's the other word, happiness or blessedness. So I have a couple of questions for you. What was it that, first of all, what was it that motivated you or nudged you to step into the world of sleep and heavenly peace and keep wishing? Two very different things, but doing pretty much the same thing. We're either making a bed or we are creating a, a memory. Um, I like helping people and I just want to say I am no different than anyone else here. There's people that come up and talk. There's people that bring treats. You guys make take treats for your kids' classrooms. I mean, I don't feel like I'm any different. It's just a broader all of Jones County and, and I couldn't do what I do if it weren't for you guys because I'm always asking you guys to help. So. I don't feel like I'm doing anything different than anyone else. Um, I, like I said, I like helping people to get kids off the floor into beds. It's something people don't think about and um, something kids don't ask about as far as helping with keep wishing. I kind of feel like sometimes people in the um, nursing home or assisted living maybe not get forgot about, but people feel like they've already lived their lives and they're maybe not the forefront of everyone's attention. And not everyone um, had plans to go to the nursing home or however that works out, and they still have wishes. They still have a life they want to live. Excellent. Thank you. Doing justice, loving kindness, walking humbly with the Lord. It's not religious. It's not religious. It's wanting to do, wanting to do for others. Um, as, you pre as you put together, and I know you're still in your infancy, but it's coming together because people are now giving, and you're going to be putting wishes together, and you might even tie them together with people who are living in the different and various nursing homes. Or you have built the beds, and you delivered the beds. Can you talk about, any one of you, can you talk about what did you feel 
when you brought those 14 beds yesterday to people where you saw them being built, you stored them not to have them in storage, but to get them out. What, what did you feel, family? <laughs> I, I will tell one cool story from yesterday is one of the kiddos we delivered to had helped the previous weekend build the beds. So wow. I thought that was cool. That's the first time we've had a story like that. Maybe we didn't know about it prior, but that's, that was really cool to know a kid helped build his own bed. Wow. Yeah, for me, um, I'm, like, uh, I'm, like, like I said, I'm like everybody else. I uh, want to come up with an excuse on why not to do it. Right. Uh, life's busy. We're all busy. Uh, but when you go out, and you grab a, a two by six and you start making a bed and a kid is climbing over you, wants to run the power tools. You put the bed together and they're instantly jumping on it and they climb into bed and they grab a book and they pull the covers tight. Um, that's, that's why we do what we do right there. The look on their face of pure thanks. Yeah. That's why we do what we do. Happiness. Uh, Grayson, as you see people building the beds, what do you see of the workers, the volunteers who are building? Uh, what, what do you see in their eyes? What do you feel from their aura, the sense in the room and out, out into the outdoors? Because sometimes you have to be outside. You've got a fire and you're branding these beds. What, what do you sense? What do you feel from those who are putting forth this effort? Aren't you glad I invited you forward? Yeah. Are they sad? Are they angry? Are they happy? Are they... You've got to uh, settle them down. I think they're happy, and they know that these kids, they deserve a better life, and mm -hmm. I think they're just spreading kindness, and they help live in the way of the Lord. Okay. So they are loving kindness, and they are walking humbly with the Lord. Okay, Nolan, we've got we to hear from you. You've been there when you've delivered the beds. What do you describe for us? We've not been there. Uh, Dad did a little bit, but from your perspective, what do these kids experience? Uh, just happiness, knowing that they can sleep in a good bed tonight. Sleep in a good bed tonight. And how does that make you feel? Uh, pretty good. Makes you feel really good, huh? So as we now begin another uh, nonprofit organization, um, uh, Keep Wishing, uh, what do you hope for, Heather? I guess just to spread more awareness maybe of these people that are living out their wishes. Um, I think it's, we can always use happiness in our lives and that's something, seeing these people um, live out their wishes, it's, it's going to bring happiness. Okay. So what I see is not only the people who are making these things are, are being blessed, but it's secondly blessed when they go and they deliver, whether it be a wish or granting a wish. Uh, can you just imagine, I, I, I think of a nursing home resident, I, I suppose there's some things you've got to get over, waivers, or wouldn't it be great to have one of the residents just fly over Wayne Zion Lutheran Church or whatever they want, you know, in, I know that Barry flies out of here and uh, gave Liz and I and Joseph a ride. It was so cool, I mean, to bank and, and to see uh, maybe your home in Monticello or Anamosa or 
how, how quickly you can be in Dubuque and here and really you get up and you can almost see, you can see Cascade like it's just a couple miles away when you get up in the plane, all these things. So we're going to have an opportunity in, right now this month, our noisy coin offering, is, oh my gosh, that's getting heavy, is going for the food pantry. Uh, next month it's going to be keep on wishing, keep on wishing. And we hope that we can participate and come alongside of you all and uh, make some wishes happen. Um, Jesus says the, the world wisdom um, and, and what Jesus is doing is foolishness. That's not foolishness making someone's wish come true. You are being kingdom builders. You are creating happiness. You are creating blessedness. This is what Jesus is talking about. Blessed are the poor in spirit. And uh, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And so is it for us when we come alongside them. Thank you, Weir's family. You didn't quite know what I was going to do with this. Uh, you can catch the uh, article. It's been, we got permission to reprint it in your bulletin. And so it's there. And let's just give our Weir's family a nice... Thank you. Very good. Wow, I've never had um, an illustration like that in a sermon. I think that's great. So God is able to use organizations. God is able to use governments. God is able to use church bodies. God is able to use religious and non-religious activities and organizations to care for the least, the last, and the lost. The gospel of our Lord. Amen. Let us sing our hymn of the day.
Oh, saints of God, will you rise and share the affirmation of your faith as is found here in the Apostles' Creed on page 217. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. Our service continues with the prayers of intercession. You'll find this in your bulletin insert in the back. Called together to follow Jesus, we pray for the church, the world, and all in need. Cultivate humility in your church and gatherings of every size. Teach us to boast only in the cross and shape your church to be people of kindness, generosity, and justice. Merciful God. The foundations of the earth bear witness to your faithfulness. The mountains and the hills echo with your holiness. When we mistreat your creation, show us the error of our ways and inspire us with reverent awe to honor all you have made. Merciful God. You make foolishness the wisdom of the world. Rise up honorable leaders who seek justice, love, mercy, and pursue peace. Frustrate plans of those who are corrupt, wicked, and self-seeking. Prosper the work of peacemakers. And Lord, thank you for those who come alongside, sleep in heavenly peace, and keep wishing so that others may experience your joy, your happiness, and having the very basic things, but make all the difference in the world. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Bless all whom the world rejects. Accompany those who are regarded as foolish, weak, low, or despised. Reveal your power and presence at work where it is least expected. Give your life strength and wisdom to all in need. And Lord, we pray especially this day for Ben Keeney and for Nolan, his son, and for Terry's strength and Jordan and Boston. For Joyce... Spoken, and Judy Hoosman recovering from surgery and Judy Skay right now Lord needs our prayers and words of encouragement to Marilyn Streeper we give thanks that she's completed her treatment for Teresa Engelbart and her further treatment for Henry and Lois Poppy and Kalinda Stadmuller for Sandy Jensen for Charles Walters George's brother we ask for protection of those who are protecting others, not only here in this country, but around the world. And we lift before you those who are serving in the armed forces from this congregation, Ben Harms and David Frankford, Trevor Owen and Dustin Starn. Please keep them safe. Merciful God. Praise to you for your blessed saints in every time and place, trusting you accompany them and in poverty, persecution, and every trial, we trust you abide with your people always, merciful God. We bring to you our needs and hopes, O God, trusting your wisdom and power revealed in Christ crucified. Amen.
The peace of Christ be with you always. Let us receive this morning's offering. Uh, we're helping with the Monticello Food Pantry. Um, so, thank you. I invite the congregation to please rise as we bring forward our offering. We sing, Take My Life That It May Be. Let us pray. Blessed are you, O God, maker of all things. Through your goodness, you have blessed us with these gifts, ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Use and what we have gathered in feeding the world through your love, through the one who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Giving thanks for God's word, O God, of justice and love. We give you thanks that you illuminate our way through life with your words of your Son. Give us the light that we need and awaken us to the needs of others. And at the end, bring all the world to your feast through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be all honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Gathered into, you, gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated. Once again, Heather and family, thank you. They didn't ask to do that. Pastor asked if they would and just gave them a little bit of information and they said that they would. And so thank you for doing that. Uh, the other thing is I want to say thank you to Jim Weirs and for today's radio broadcast that will be heard on KMCH 94.7 FM a little bit later from now at 10.30 this morning. We've got a number of announcements. Um, I'd like to just lift up to you, we only have five slots available for teaching Sunday school for the, for the remainder of the year, and so we're hoping that uh, you would consider uh, teaching. I know we had a little bit of a snafu last semester, and we're going to try not to have that happen again. We had something planned, and then it kind of fell apart. And so we'll make sure that uh, we have everything laid out for those who volunteer and sign up. Out in the entrance area, you can now sign up for soup suppers. So those groups within the church that want to sign up for a soup supper during the Lenten series can do that. I know there's a couple groups that like to be first to sign up, and so just want to let you know about that, that those are up. High school students and high school graduates who are currently uh, going to... Um, 
university or a college or at a junior college. We do have scholarships available through the Anna Hoosman Scholarship uh, application process that's going on now. You can get the application at your school or you can go on the Wayne Zine website and get that or you can call the church office and you can uh, pick one up if you'd like. I tell you, Gina and Kim are doing a wonderful job in creating our newsletters and we have a bulletin board that now we're really rotating information. You'll want to take a look and check it out. Uh, there are a number of things on our bulletin board. We have a winter wish list drive and this is uh, Jones County is hoping that we can get some donations. We need pull-ups for kids, baby wipes, bottle brushes and kids games. Learn more, you can talk to Gina or Kim or take a look at the, at the bulletin board. Can you believe we're already talking about summer camp? We are. Iwalu has uh, many opportunities now. Their calendars here, their applications you can get from the office. And Wayne Zion also covers scholarships for our students who wish to go off to Iwalu and experience that so the parents don't have to bear all the cost of that, which is a wonderful thing. So those are just some of the announcements that we have um, for today. Is there anything else? All right. With that, let us rise and receive this blessing, and then we'll sing our sending song, and then go have fellowship and uh, treats that have been prepared for you. Well, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Let us sing our sending hymn 551. Yes, we have a little one. Is this Kalen? Kalen? I got you. You're not going to control him anymore. Okay. forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast, fast to that which is good. Render no evil for evil, strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. We say, 
Thanks be to God. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress, all rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734, all rights reserved.